Welcome. This is the Big Miss You podcast. I am your host, Laura Kelly. Since March, our vendors have not been able to sell the big issue on the UK streets. This measure has been essential to follow government guidance and keep everyone safe from COVID-19. With lockdown starting to ease, we are really pleased to say that the big issue vendors will be back on the streets next week, starting from Monday the 6th of July. Over the last couple of months, this podcast has celebrated the relationships between our vendors and their customers, the friendships that have grown out of the big issue. We urge you next week, please do go back to your regular vendor. They'll be there wearing protective equipment and with their card reader so you can buy with confidence. Having spoken to so many big issue customers in the last weeks, I'm sure we can rely on you to help our vendors get back in business. Since you'll soon be able to see each other in person, this is the last episode for the Big Miss You podcast. In this special edition, we'll be hearing from lots of our vendors from all over the country about what they've missed while they've been unable to sell the magazine. As we caught up with them over the last week, there were a few themes that came through really strongly. Podcast listeners can probably guess the number one thing that vendors talked about missing. Yes, that's right. It was their customers. Here's Sheehan, who sells the magazine in Nottingham. I've missed the interaction with my customers, most their conversation. I love meeting new people. There's one thing their big issues, or another thing, should I say, the big issues actually give me is the chance to chat to people from all walks of life and sometimes even learn a little bit about their their lives and some of their history. So I think one of the most interesting customers I spoke to a little while ago was actually an old war veteran and he actually stopped by and told me a lot of his war stories and stuff of his time during the war and stuff and I've just found it absolutely fascinating things I probably wouldn't have even known about. That social connection is also really important to Pamela who can usually be found in Brighton. Um, What have I missed? I've missed the public, I've, I've missed conversation Julie, who sells the magazine in Bournemouth, agreed. Talking to people, like my regular customers, I always stopped and chatted, and not even the customers. The elder generation used to always stop and have a little bit of a chat. So I miss the people, the interaction with people. Selling the big issue is a job. And without those sales, many vendors said they'd been struggling to make ends meet. So I'm just uh, struggling uh, money-wise, you know, and uh, I'm hoping to get back to uh, the work and uh, get some money coming, you know. That was Eddie, who's looking forward to getting back out to sell the magazine in New Milton in Hampshire. Earl, who's a vendor from Newcastle, says that he relies on his big issue income to keep a roof over his head. Um, well, it was one, the financial side of it. That was my support, uh, making sure I keep my accommodation above our head and paying the bills, uh, feeding my dogs and my girlfriend. Um, missing all the people at Central Station. I've had them on social media saying, when you're coming back, you're part of the team, we can't wait to see you and all that, you know. In episode six of this podcast, we spoke to animal lover Nick, who sells the magazine in Truro. Like all his fellow vendors, he's excited to get back to work 
and to be able to have some money for the essentials to look after himself, his dog Bryony and his cat Meow. He told us the worst thing about lockdown. Uh, having to look at my price of shopping. Um, just, yes, not having money, having to be so careful with every penny. And the best thing about restarting his job on the 6th of July. Seeing everybody again, getting back into a routine again. As well as their income and a sense of community, many of our vendors said that they'd felt the absence of their normal routine. It'll be good to get back to it, says Bournemouth vendor Giovanni. He told us what he's been missing. Structure. Getting up and getting and being motivated to get up and go out in the mornings. Well, I'm missing my daily customers because I don't know if they're all right or not. Chris, who sells a big issue in Marylebone Station, agrees it'll be good to rediscover the usual day-to-day. Oh, I'd be glad to be back. I, I don't know about being on a pitch, right? Just because of what's going on in that, because I've got a feeling it's going to be absolutely deserted. But it'll just actually be nice to actually have some routine back in my life. Because my routine at the minute is literally just non-existent. I was only on my, on my pitch about two months before this lockdown commenced. And I actually got to know some very good people. And then, obviously, just not being able to see them, you know, it's just, it's not the same, you know. For some of our vendors, it'll just be a relief to get out of the house. You might remember antiques-dealing Norwich vendor Simon, famous for his jester's hat, from episode two of the podcast. He's been finding it hard to be stuck inside. You know, I felt like I was a prisoner in my own home. I hate being cooped up at the best of times. And when you've got nowhere to go, you know, other than a one-hour walk, it was terrible. All my savings have gone. I've been living off my girlfriend for the past couple of weeks, apart from the big issue vouchers. I'm I'm preparing, and I'm hitting that ground running, and I'm going to be selling from dawn till dusk, because every year I set myself targets of how much I want to save, how much I want, you know, to do. And uh, obviously this year it's been smashed to pieces. I will be going back to my pitch with no savings. (laughs) And uh, I'm determined to still hit my figures that I set myself. So to do that, I've basically got to really hit the ground running. Stevie sells the magazine in Old Street in London. No one's more surprised than him about the thing he's missing the most. Yeah, just going to work, really. I never thought I'd ever say that. But I owe. Yeah, seeing, seeing, all me, well, seeing all me regulars and that, seeing me customers, yeah, just getting some normality back to life, really. Yeah, it has been sort of tedious. I mean, thank God, once it's eased up, sort of, that was a bit better. I should get out for an extra few hours of down on the bike. Yeah, so yeah, it's been, been my lifeline, my push bike. Birmingham vendor Bubble says that being away from his job has left a gap in his life though he's cautious about how things will be when he's back on his pitch. I'm just bored sitting at home all day. It's not me. I'm so used to being out in the bed all the time. I'd rather be doing something than doing nothing. I think it's going to be a bit strange to start with because it's not going to be the same as it was. And the sales, you don't know what they're going to be like. I'll speak to anybody and everybody there on my pitch. 
because um, obviously it's the train station entrance, you see the same people every day. You build up relationships with people, don't you? And a lot of them, they'll stand and have a chat for five, ten minutes. Some of them go and get me a coffee from Costa's and have a coffee and a chat and things. And yeah, it's nice. Do you miss all that? Do you know what I mean? Without their usual income and lacking the social interaction they're used to, it's unsurprising that many vendors have talked about lockdown having a negative impact on their mental well-being. Dave, whose pitches in Hammersmith, was one of those who said he'd been feeling low. I know a lot of people on my pitch, and from knowing a lot of people to being on my own, it's been a big culture change, you know? I've uh, been m- missing the the social aspect, as well as the um, sales. I've had days when I've been really, really down, you know, not being able to go to my pitch just to say hello. You know, I, I treat them as part of my family, you know, because I ain't got a family myself. Uh, I, I miss that a lot, really. Dave speaks for all the vendors we've caught up with when he says that he's glad to see the streets starting to get back to normal. Jim, who we spoke to in last week's podcast, very much agreed. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's already been heartening to watch Salisbury come back to life, little by little. Way back in the first episode of the Big Miss You podcast, Lincoln-based vendor Richie was very emotional talking about the friends he's made on his pitch. He's been unable to see most of them in months. It's a relief that that time is almost over. I can't wait to see half the friends that I haven't been able to see um, because of lockdown and, and their situation and my situation. Um, but I know they're starting to come out of the woodwork slowly but surely. Clive sells a magazine outside the Theatre Royal Portsmouth with his dog Geezer. A star of community theatre, he says he's excited to be talking about the stage again. But mostly, he'll just be happy to see that his friends have come through this pandemic safe. Yeah, it's brilliant news. Yeah, we, we, we get back and selling on the 6th of July. I miss talking theatre, helping people to the, in the right direction, and the joy of a full house and pocket. Because if, if it's a full house, I get a full pocket, so it's really nice. And I, I'm looking forward to, to, the re, to the relief as each good friend arrives alive and well, basically. In the third episode of this podcast, we spoke to Edinburgh vendor Kenny, and he told us about his journey from begging to selling the big issue. He described the difference as night and day. It was brilliant to hear his reaction to being able to get back onto his pitch in Stockbridge. I'm excited, to be honest with you. I've been buzzing since I got told. Uh, what have I missed the most? Uh, obviously, I mean, the money's got to be up there, but for me, it's I've missed the people, my customers, to be honest with you. Uh, I've missed my... My wee talks that I have with certain customers, so yeah, it's going to be uh, the people who stop bridges, sort of the thing that I've missed the most. As I said at the beginning, this is the last episode of the Big Miss You podcast. I'm going to take this opportunity to say thank you to all the vendors and Big Issue fans who've joined us during this very strange time on this digital street corner. Thank you as well to the Big Issues distribution team, who've been doing such a stellar job supporting vendors and putting us in touch. 
To read more from the vendors featured on this podcast and many others from around the country, get out and buy your big issue from Monday the 6th of July. To find out more about how to continue supporting The Big Issue, go to bigissue.com. You can catch up with all previous episodes of The Big Miss You podcast through any podcast service. It's been an honour to give a platform to some of the brilliant Big Issue vendors from across the UK. If you don't normally stop for a chat with your local vendor, I hope this series will maybe encourage you to say hello while you're next buying your magazine. Stay safe, keep buying The Big Issue. The Big Miss You podcast is produced by Laura Kelly for The Big Issue UK with additional reporting by Liam Garrity. Thank you.